0: Welcome to another episode of Global Market Insights, brought to you by XM.com, where we provide meaningful and informative content about the events that affect market trends and shape global markets. Hello and welcome to the Weekly Outlook at XM.com. I'm Maria Bashiridis, and joining me is lead investment analyst Rafi Boyajian. We'll be reviewing the week ahead, which will be a busy one, with three central bank meetings ahead of the long Easter weekend. So Rafi, let's begin with the Reserve Bank of New Zealand, which has its meeting on Wednesday. The RBNZ has lifted interest rates three times already. So do you think we'll see a bigger increase in April? What will a hawkish stance mean for the Kiwi?
1: Well Maria, uh, it is possible we might get a 50 basis points rate hike uh, this time around because uh, uh, inflation in New Zealand has already risen to 5.9%, it's probably going to accelerate further in the coming months Uh, and despite uh, an expected slowdown in in the first quarter in New Zealand, growth should bounce back in the second quarter uh, as most restrictions will soon be lifted there Uh, and uh, also there's likely to be a limited uh, impact on the New Zealand economy from the Ukraine war. Uh, in fact, uh, the economy could get a boost from higher commodity prices, uh, but uh, on the other hand the fact that the RBNZ has already uh, lifted rates three times, uh, there isn't um, an urgency perhaps to raise rates by 50 basis points because they're not as behind the inflation curve as other central banks, uh, so this poses a downside risk for the Kiwi if the RBNZ doesn't deliver on a double rate hike on Wednesday, uh, and even if they were to raise rates by 50 basis points, the kiwi might not necessarily get much of a boost because markets have already priced in a very aggressive rate hike path uh, for the RBNZ.
0: Over in Canada, there's a similar economic situation with inflation at a more than 30-year high. What are Bank of Canada policymakers likely to do on Wednesday, and how will it impact the loonie?
1: So the Canadian economy has bounced back really strongly from the Omicron wave and inflation has risen to multi-decade high of 5.7% and this will, uh, and will probably rise even further in the coming months. Uh, not only that, the Canadian economy is being boosted by higher oil prices Uh, And it doesn't have much exposure to the Russian section, so the outlook uh, is a lot stronger than for other economies like, uh, say, the euro area. Uh, That's why investors think the Bank of Canada could go uh, in 50 basis points increments and not just. this month's meeting, but the next few meetings as well to try and contain uh, inflation. So far, policymakers have been sort of cautious about how many times uh, they will raise interest rates, but uh, we are gonna get the quarterly economic projections on Wednesday, as well as a press conference by Governor Macklem. So if they signal a steeper rate path ahead, uh, the loonie could enjoy a bit of a boost.
0: Moving to Europe now, the European Central Bank is not expected to announce any changes to its policy on Thursday. But the ongoing war in Ukraine is weighing on the Euro, and we also have the French presidential election coming up. Depending on who wins, what reaction can we expect to see in the Euro?
1: So the ECB meeting will be quite interesting because even though they're not anticipated to announce any changes, policymakers are facing a real dilemma right now because inflation in the Eurozone has risen well above their 2% target. so, and if they raise interest rates, uh, they could push the economy into recession. So they've got a careful balancing act to perform. Uh, so the ECB hasn't given us, uh, even though we had that announcement last meeting, they didn't give us an exact date on when they will terminate their QE program uh, and they might not do that just yet uh, so as to keep their options open in case the inflation does begin to subside soon. Um, So they're not probably going to commit to a specific timeline for uh, raising rates either. But we could get some hints that it will most likely be in the summer uh, as opposed to say uh, later in the year in the autumn Uh, and if they do that that would be a hawkish sign uh, and the euro could uh, reverse higher. It's really taken quite a battering in the past week. Um, However like you said there is another risk on the horizon because this Sunday we have the first round of the French presidential election until recently Macron had A clear lead in the polls, uh, but that lead has narrowed lately, so markets are getting nervous uh, because uh, his main rival is Marie Le Pen, the far right party leader, um, and that could pose potential problems uh, for uh, EU integration uh, if she were to win. Um, uh, but the, 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 the polls obviously show that Macron does still have some lead, uh, so should he get the first round. Um, his chance of winning the second round uh, wouldn't look too great if he only won the first round with a very small lead uh, against uh, Le Pen. Uh, so that's why uh, the euro uh, this has been an additional weight on the euro, uh, so the outcome will, will be fairly significant for the euro uh, at the start of the week.
0: And finally, a great deal of economic data will come out next week. Specifically, inflation numbers will be watched in China, the US and the UK. What should we look out for there
1: so there's quite a bit of data coming out um starting let's start with the chinese data we've got inflation and trade numbers on the way uh, we've had some words of a slowdown lately because of the new lockdowns in shanghai and several other cities so any softness in the data might dense sentiment in the markets as well as weigh on the australian dollar which is sensitive to chinese data because so many of Australia's exports go to China, Uh, the Aussie could also be affected by the Australian jobs report on Thursday because the data will be watched more closely as we get closer to possible rate hike by the rba uh, which is expected uh, in june Uh, now in the united states a 50 basis points rate hike uh, is looking like a done deal uh, at the may meeting because we've had so many signals by the fed so i'm not sure how much of a difference the inflation and retail sales numbers can make to rate hike expectations in fact market expectations are looking a little overdone uh, at the moment in terms of how hawkish the fed will be so there's a chance that should the data disappoint slightly dollar could suffer a bit of a profit taking given its recent strong gains on the other hand if we get any major developments with the war in ukraine uh, and um, new sanctions uh, against russia those will be a bigger driver for the greenback Uh, and lastly for the uk it's going to be busy. We've got monthly GDP, employment and inflation readings coming up. Uh, but inflation will be the most important because the other data won't yet reflect the damage from the higher energy prices. Uh, but on, if inflation on the other hand rises more than expected, uh, forecasts are that's going to rise to 6.7%. That would add pressure on the Bank of England to hike rates more aggressively. Uh, and the reason why the pound could jump on that is because uh, the Bank of England has become quite a bit less hawkish lately. So should markets sense that we could see a reversal of that dovish lean, Sterling could pair some of its recent gains.
0: Rafi, thanks so much. And thanks for joining us at XM.com for this weekly outlook. Thank you for listening to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com. For more in-depth technical and fundamental analysis, be sure to visit www.xm.com forward slash research.